This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money. What up, though? It's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three, the West Side landlord, the pride of PA, high chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame. So normally, when you hear these intros, I'm usually... uh Usually my partner, Jay Johnson, goes first. I want y'all to keep Jay in your prayers. He recently fell ill and he's not in the studio with us this week. But, you know, I am the Bobby Brown, a new addition. So I do plan on holding things down. But I did bring some co-hosts with me. I'm, I'm so excited to have these two people back. Uh, you know, we got big news, but I let them go ahead and introduce themselves. Ladies first. Hey, everybody. It's Crystal, a.k.a. Judy, a.k.a. Do I have another name? Come on, say it like you mean it. A.K.A. Mulatto. The, A.K.A. The, the real Mulatto. Oh, okay. A.K.A. The the East Side everything. Okay, that's me. All right, all right. And we got another <laughs> guest in here. We, we, we put the Fugees back together. <laughs> what up, though? It's Hey Verge, A.K.A. Verge the Juice Man, A.K.A. Hey. The Dick Juice Slayer. Oh, the no, dick. Slinger. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't give me no dick juice. Pause. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that, that that did sound kind of wild. AKA the curly hair bandit. What up? <laughs> I'm, I'm, li- uh, the- I'm, I'm liking how you're aging gracefully. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's Last a classic time I was look. Here, you was on my gray hairs, but I can't. You know, I'm a. I'll be honest. I'm a little bit of a hater. Uh, I can't believe that at this big age you still have a hairline <laughs> and a head full of hair. Well, you know, my dad healthy hairline. That, yeah, that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Did you? No disrespect, but did your dad have like a process at one time? I don't know. I was. I'm too it was. Young. It was like really. I remember it being like really silky when we I, were young. From pictures, I remember, but I do not think like his grandfather was like straight Indian. Okay, mm. so he definitely. Um, See, I'm not gonna, sure if it was red dot or feather. But, don't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's just strong genes. So you were yeah. literally gonna have hair. See, so you, you forever. Yeah, because Joe is bald, so it definitely skipped him. And here we go. <laughs> Shout it's out still to, all good. <laughs> yo, shout out to Joe. He's Black History. He was on the cover of the uh, S Curl S Curl box. That's nice. Black History right there. Oh yeah, to be it able is. to be able to go into he can st- like I was in you know the uh, Barber and Beauty Supply and I saw Joe still on the box <laughs> with texturizer. Like that's that's. I hope he got like a hundred boxes in that house. I got <laughs> so, one he, so he can show, so he can show the kids <laughs> like you know because kids is haters. They don't believe you ever did shit. Yeah. You know my kids. They think like I'm the like I'm my daughter who's 17. Like I try to explain to her, you know, 17, 17 man, 17. Yep. I'm old enough to say that now. Yeah. And she just think I'm the most boringest person in the world. Like, why would people tune in to a show just to listen to you talk? She's like, what do you do all weekend? Like, do you just sleep and take care of the dog? I'd be like. Girl, I can't even tell you half the shit that I'd be involved in. <laughs> like, your father is like, 
is a felon. <laughs> you know, <what> I'm <laughs> like I'm still fighting cases. <laughs> like you, you think you think shit a game, but like you know, my life's still turbulent as fuck. So be dealing with other shit. Yeah, like you just told us. Yeah, I got a <laughs> literally, literally <laughs> other shit. But don't don't. <laughs> so uh, you know, at, I, I'm gonna keep the the shop on his regular pace, and I just want to ask y'all, how was y'all week? Um, my week was good. Um, you know, I moved back from Atlanta. Yeah. So it's just been a big transition period for me. Um, but the week was good. I really took it easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I haven't done that in a while. How does it feel to be back home? It feels good. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the first few days I was here, it was like after going two years without having like that genuine, like love from people that like know you and get you, like that just felt absolutely amazing so it feels good to be back because okay. you know it's like you can't there's no place like him like home yeah, that's just yeah. really what it boils down to so it's been really good to just like be back in familiar places with familiar faces and um just kind of like even though the city has changed a lot to still know that so much is still the same is very comforting yeah. so i, I can good. i can imagine like you know i've never lived outside of detroit but i can just mm-hmm. imagine that like being in another state for that length of time, uh-huh. even if I know you would come back sporadically, uh-huh. but like being here and visiting two whole different worlds. Right. And to to have been gone the two years of COVID and not able to really see people when I would come back because I would come back during the winter when the cases were out of control. Yeah. So it's like this has been my first time really like reconnecting with people, honestly, in over two years. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been very interesting in a lot of ways. Have you had a chance to like kind of get out in the streets and explore a little bit? No, not at all. Okay. I, I've literally been sitting still. Okay. <laughs> and I I've been I enjoying it. I saw a picture it. of you like at an event, so that's why. Um, I think Maybe I went to like some much. family some family okay. events. Yeah, like a few family events. But yeah, I haven't been able to like function heavily yet. Okay. For real. So I'm looking forward to like you know getting out in the streets a little bit. Um, I definitely didn't go out in Atlanta like that. So, you know, it's been a minute. What's the nightlife like in Atlanta? Uh, full of shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just all Nothing I can more. say. Full of shit. <laughs> I'm, you know, Atlanta has become like, I guess me going to college there, I had a different perception of it. And a lot of the people that I knew there were born and bred Atlanta like Atlanta natives. So it's like being there now with like, it's nothing but imports. It's literally like Instagram in real life. And it's exhausting, especially being from somewhere like Detroit, where like fake shit don't go super far here. I feel like like, it, you know, people kind of, you know, know. like niggas be faking it. Yeah, but it's 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 different. They break it. It's different. It's so different because it's like here people will call you out on shit. And I feel like Atlanta, because fake shit is the status quo, nobody gets called out on it. So you end up looking like an aggressive ass like bitch because you like, listen, y'all fucking playing in my face. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Very much not my vibe anymore. Okay. okay. I'll say that. Well, good to have you back home. Verge. Glad to be here. How was your week? Oh, man. My week was cool, man. Been off work. You know, Wednesday was my last day. Fuck that job. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that job. Seven and a half years. I'm done with the motherfuckers. Um, Damn. Yeah. Seven and a half years. It's crazy. You work all them years. They don't give you shit. Just Uh, thank thank you for your service. Not even that, really. Yeah, they just cut your email off. And that, <laughs> shit was definitely have, have they started making you pay for cable? Man, we've been paying for cable a while. Okay. Damn. The courtesy service didn't feel like courtesy service no more. So I've been cutting shit out. Okay. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we've been cool, man. Juicing. Um, getting ready to start my next gig. Um, 
We about to close on the house, so that's just been um congratulations. Been stressful. That's but exciting. It's a big boy move. Yeah. yeah. You're a real adult now. Exactly. A real fucking adult. Oh yeah. my goodness, you're a grown up. Yeah. And I don't I don't like claiming it, but fucking hell. <laughs> but um yeah, everything that's smooth, man. The bank got you locked in by the dick for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Thirty fucking years. Yeah. Damn, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good, man. Somewhere um get to raise my daughter in the neighborhood I grew up in. So Aww. Yeah, man, that's lovely. Yeah. That's, so that's lovely. Yeah. You know, I like that, you know, we got some mutual homies that have moved back mm-hmm. to the old neighborhood and it's good to see them like taking care of the block and raising their kids. My sister still mm-hmm. up over there. So I mean it's it's a lot of your boys still live on the block. Who? Mike. A forty year old virgin ain't never left the house. Your boy still live on the block. <laughs> that's my. That, I don't fuck with that nigga. His parents still kick that nigga. That's the problem. <laughs> nigga wasn't ready for the world. A forty year old virgin. Uh, he very he he very he just may well be. be. Yeah. yeah, he very oh. may well be. But don't worry, don't don't feel bad. If you saw him, you'd be like, I get it. Give you another forty years. I get it. That's tough. Like I couldn't imagine like trying to plug him into a chick to get some. I tried when we was cool. Okay. Nigga, fumble the ball. Like, as soon as you hand it to him, fumble the shit, dude. My brother tried to get him some chicks. Didn't work out. He just, some nigga just, just let it go. got it. Would you consider yourself a matchmaker? You tried to hook me up with somebody, and that, that just wasn't. Well, <laughs> in my defense, that wasn't my fault. He didn't call. <laughs> Remember, I had to call. I'm like, yo, nigga, what you going to do? I mean, it worked out for him in the long run because he ended up marrying somebody like, Swiftly up to you, so it worked out, I guess, for him. That's fantastic. Okay. For him. He realized that, you know, his love wasn't for you, but it was for somebody else. I can appreciate it. <laughs> don't waste don't waste your time. Because you was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't interested. How yeah. did I do that? So you do a matchmaking in your part time? <laughs> no. Okay. That was clearly I'm 0 for one. All right. No, I'm like 0 for four, really. I don't like to like try and hook friends up because That's a lot of pressure. If shit goes sour, I don't want you to call me about nothing. At all. Because I, like, I, I didn't have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Part. Yeah, exactly. Like my job was done at the connection. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like I don't hook so I take it a, a step further. I typically don't like connect friends with business neither. Yeah. Because I had a homeboy of mine. I connected him with somebody to cater his wedding. Like mm-hmm. Last hour, his caterer canceled. His wedding is in like 24 hours. I knew somebody mm-hmm. and I was like, look, I'm calling in a favor. Don't fuck this up. And nigga never paid her. Oh. Never paid her. And shit got like really, really, really. Did they go on like Judge Mathis? That's giving Judge Mathis. So what kind of evened it out? And this is so stupid. This, this young woman I used to date. We were all cool, but, mm-hmm. the, but the homie that, you know, stiffed, stiffed some of the money and she allowed him to put a car in her name because, you know, he had some funny business going on. So she was like, if you don't pay her, I'm going to title the car over to her. Like, that's how we'll handle this. Damn. Like, I'm not doing the whole back and forth and like, you know, somebody title your car over and like now was stolen. Yeah. Yeah. That'll get your attention. So. Yikes. You know, she had to apply a little bit of pressure. Clearly, a lot of bit of pressure to get it paid. And I'm just like, why would you not pay her? Niggas do niggas not gonna niggas nigga. Yeah, you know, next to the Holy Spirit, niggatry is the second most powerful (laughs) force in the universe. (laughs) You never know when it's gonna show up. Mm -hmm. When it shows up, like niggas, it's 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 too it's too powerful to maintain. And niggas niggas be nigga. Niggas definitely be nigga. And if you know, I'm not saying that is right, but like. 
you know, she a woman, she a little timid. This a, a big black motherfucker and she, you know, on his head about money. Like, what the fuck she gonna do? She gonna she she not gonna go press him about no cash. So it's just it just got uncomfortable for a minute. That's, That's all. <laughs> Definitely took advantage of that situation. God damn. I mean shit happens. Yeah, connecting yeah. connecting friends with business is tough. Yeah. Cause then, yeah, I had I had a bad situation with that. And the I end up getting fucked up by the by the business connect. And I'm like, listen, I just want you to know, I know I connected you with this person, but they fucked me over. So mm-hmm. just keep your eyes two for open. One. Yeah, keep you your eyes open on, on that. Listen, all I can do is give a heads up. Yeah. So I try and stay away from that lane, but that's fucked up. Yeah. Shit happens. Negatory. Negatory. It's strong. It's strong. So you said you wanted to talk to me about something. I just want to put it out there. Dame After Dark is up on all streaming platforms. It's doing numbers. Uh, the streets love me. Uh, I was a little skeptical about doing something solo because we always present ourselves as Jay and Dame. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how people would kind of latch on to it. But the the feedback has been good. But you wanted to ask me something about Dame After Dark. Um. Well, I mean, you should do some solo shit. You give Jay shit about solo bookings. I do. But this is not your first time doing something solo. Because technically, Dame at the Dark happened a couple of years ago. It did. It never really. Yeah, I never, never I never bought it. I never bought it back around. Yeah, yeah. I never bought it back around. But like, I'm, I want to make it like a thing. I don't know how often I want to do it. Uh, you know, the sex party you had, you know, was, was very interesting to people. You know, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of people with questions. You know, a lot of y'all nasty and, you know, you, know, <laughs> you want to come out and try something different with your partner. And I hope you do. You know what I'm saying? Explore that shit. So you want to start doing parties? Uh, As in not par- participating, but, you know, presenting them. No, nah, man, that's 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 not my lane. I don't, I, I don't even want to I don't even want to front like mm-hmm. I want the responsibility or the task of like trying to put that shit together, like putting together an event. Just even on a smaller scale when it's like shit for shop talk. It's a lot. Like, yeah, it just take a yeah. lot to for me to do something monthly and something like that. I don't even want to do it. Yeah. I don't even want to do it. I don't like strange people calling my phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't want to have to meet you up for tickets and like keep track of shit. Oh, and yeah. Be responsive. Cause like it's I'm sh- I imagine there's a fair amount of overhead with that type of production. Okay. You know, just renting a spot. You know, making sure it's condoms there, security, shit. I don't sanitizing the shit. Yeah, nice. I just I don't want to. I don't want to. That's not that's not gonna be my lane. Make sure I, the fans are working properly. Yes. Yeah, or you could find like an existing venue and like host it. Still you gotta rent it out. No, I mean like an existing like What you know about venue. No, I, I had a, a old supervisor. This was a probably like oh eight, oh nine. Okay. And my supervisor threw parties and like I just would listen to like the planning process, like as he would talk about it with other people. But he used like an existing um function place. Okay. If you get my drift. Function and place. And just kind of served as uh the promoter, if you will. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to approach wanna, it. Yeah. I don't want to do nothing. I'll continue to support T. Shout out her from late from Detroit Alchemy. Uh, an amazing guest. You know, she got a lot going on. I hope y'all get behind her, support her, support some of these events and some of her other ventures. But, like, that's not a lane I'm going to step my toe in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm cool. I mean, it sounds lit. 
It does. It does. I've been to a few in my lifetime, so you know, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. If that tickles your fancy, you know, go get tickled. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> go get tickled. Or tickle something else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So go. I'm planning the next day after dark, and I'm just going to put it out here, you know, just for anybody listening. I'm looking for a unicorn. I want to talk to you. Now, I'm not no fat, ugly one. Like somebody like, you know, because when they ugly, they be more willing to do <laughs> do something strange. Like... You know, please be marginally attractive. <laughs> you know, I just want to talk to you about the whole process. I, I just I don't I don't want to leave no gray area. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I don't because I know after that shit, niggas be like, who is that? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to give them your at and niggas be like, <laughs> shaped like a bag of dirty clothes. <laughs> now, I don't want to hit that. You know what I'm saying? Like like being Tyson. But I do want to talk to a unicorn. And if y'all don't know what that is. You know, a higher gun, a third party for your threesome. And that's they're not trying to be with you. They ain't trying to be in a relationship. They just there to have fun. And I want to talk to a couple of them. I'll talk to you at the end of the show. Huh? Okay. I'll talk to you at the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody may know somebody. Okay. Unicorn casting. Yeah. I, I just like to talk to them. And it's not it's not a judgmental thing. I'm not trying to. You know, pick apart your life or what you choose to do with your life. I just want to, I just want to talk to you, get a little bit more insight, and uh, you know, see what's see what's going on, see what's going on. So where people can find one, because I know so. That's the thing. It's a market. It's a market for them. It's a. You lot see of, people no, like, like you see a lot of like, um, a lot of like secret messaging on like online of people kind of like looking for shit, but they don't want to like put it out there like, hey yo, but you know they be looking for them. It's a market. And I mean, you know, quiet as it's kept, it's a lot of y'all niggas trying to have threesomes. You know, your girl might be down, but getting that third party together. Without what, it being somebody you shouldn't have in the mix. Because that's really the tea. Yeah. That's the tea. Because niggas be, niggas be having somebody in mind. Yeah, but it but can't it's be definitely a, not a bitch that should be in the mix. Yeah, you, you can't bring your other baby mama. Exactly. <laughs> or your make, side bitch or... The the one who wants to be your side bitch. Yeah, you're going to make just, shit a little bit uncomfortable in the house. That's how it becomes a thing because niggas play it too crazy and they try to mix and mingle too a little too too close. Yeah. You can't play it that way. So you need a really neutral third party that's there solely for the purpose of the... Uh, function. Function. Yeah. There we are. I used to have a little trick that used to work for me when I was trying to get like a third party to join me and the friend that I was, I was dating at the time. She'd just go to the gay club. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what? Like, they already attracted to women, and she just sell, you know, mm-hmm. this package. Which, you know, <laughs> if a bitch got taste, <laughs> if a bitch got taste, she, she don't want to be involved. What? Oldest ride, longest line. <laughs> oldest ride, longest line. Space <laughs> Mountain. Space Mountain. Come buy a fun pass. <laughs> So, yeah. So if you are a unicorn, hit me up in the DMs, Dame3 underscore 313. You can get at me on Twitter, uh, Instagram. And, you know, I'm trying to figure out this TikTok thing. TikTok is a strange place. Yeah, TikTok is a different world. TikTok is a totally TikTok might be better than Google. TikTok is Google. I learned so much off of TikTok. It's literally, it is Google. It's the new Google. You can find information with like you get the search results and you get the demonstration in one fell swoop. Yeah. You don't have to cipher, you know, cipher through all these these search results trying to figure out what's giving you the information. No, just go through the videos. Or if you just open it, you will find some new shit. That's it. Every time. Every time. 
Next you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. Like, goddamn. And now you're just a vault of unnecessary information that you learned off TikTok. Yeah. That's the gift and the curse. Mm -hmm. Every time I open it up, I'm going to see something that I ain't never seen before and somebody that I'm not even following. Like, I didn't didn't ask for this. But But also, yeah. (laughs) But also, turn that up. (laughs) Is there more? Yeah. No, TikTok is a good time. What's your secret to TikTok? Because you got like a. I ain't gonna lie, I'm cute. That's that's it. <laughs> I have no strategy for TikTok. Just posting. Just, Outfit of the day, you turn. But to you the know side. what? I had a I had a call, so I started doing um, like small business consulting and stuff like that. And I had a call with a, a client or whatever, and she was telling me like she was like, you know, I, I came across you on TikTok, and I was just really surprised that you were just normal. And I honestly think that's what it is because I think. I think people are so over, like everybody overdoes it on the internet now. Yeah. It's like, how can my videos be super perfect? Or how can I, you know, like women get up and they do a full face of makeup and their hair and everything for TikTok. I'm not fucking doing that for TikTok, period. I'm about to get on there. I might, you know, brush my hair back or something, put a hat on or something like that. But like, I'm not doing a full beat for TikTok. I'm just not, it's not happening. Whatever you're doing, you found a, a formula that that yeah. works yeah that works yeah regular women who want to be on the internet and don't feel like they can be on the internet as regular women okay that and seems then, like a pretty simple formula yeah and then the cute part but then you know what the men on tiktok they give instagram niggas a run for their money they are filthy oh my goodness my black dms or no well you know they can't dm you on tiktok unless they follow you so the comments just get really ridiculous okay and it's just oh my gosh that's that's the only like or not the, that's the biggest drawback about TikTok. Well, niggas is nasty just in general it, they filthy so i always wonder because like before the pandemic my thing would be i would like to go out to the bar say like on a thursday night you sit at the bar eat some wings, watch the game. And I like to listen to niggas try and talk to women. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good time. <laughs> just just for observation straight, purposes. Straight comedy. Yeah. And like I would listen to things that niggas would say. And in the back of my mind, I was like, bro, this ain't never worked. <laughs> this, there's no way in hell that you've said this one time in your life. And, it's and this has worked. Yeah. Niggas don't know how to talk no more. At all. So back in the day, this was your era, our era. You had to go to the mall and talk. Yeah. Pen and paper. Yeah. We had to go up to somebody and spark a conversation. I would sit in the food court at Northland and Fairlane for hours. Hours just trying Mm -hmm. to talk to girls. Like literally, I would come (laughs) Like a part-time job. Yeah. Because you know that's where they're going to be on Saturday. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? They they getting cute Mm -hmm. just to come go... Niggas ain't buying nothing. They going mm-hmm. to Sam Goody and getting a CD and going to Auntie Anne's or get a list and get a pretzel and walk around the whole motherfucking mall for hours, mm-hmm. just just taking steps. And I would just like try and talk. Like I would try and talk to grown women. I try and talk to teenage women. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just trying to talk to women. And like what I was explaining to my son, my oldest is 19, and uh, what I was telling him, I was like, man, you got it easy. Because all you got to do is log on to Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram, and you send a DM. And it's it can get on it can get popping like that, but like nigga, I didn't have access to that technology. Like I met your mama because we worked together. Like I didn't know that girl existed. Like I had to like get out there and do the footwork. And these young niggas they ain't they ain't got to do no work. And that's why they be socially awkward yeah. and don't know how to talk to women. They but, automatically have direct access to you. If yeah, you follow. like I can message you anytime. Like so, I already got a form of texting. It, it dilutes a lot of a lot of things too because now you don't value the interactions mm-hmm. because they're so commonplace. Is this nothing unique about it it's just like oh I'm, I'm talking to you and it's nothing no forethought there's no nervousness it's just like oh let me shoot this this dm or text i mean it's still a level of danger 
exposure because like you come off stupid, you be on that summer jam screen. You you gonna oh, get ex- yeah. you're gonna yeah. get exposed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You gonna be in somebody close friends, they stories. Like, look at this hand ass nigga. All you do is block the fuck. Like, <laughs> I see so many of that shit in girls' close friends. Like, yo, I mean, I, I understand, but these niggas are socially awkward. I don't know. Uh, I understand why, but it's just sad. Oh, it's, but, it's not just one what? way because some of these girls be hams too. The pandemic showed me that I even as much time as I spent out meeting people, whatever. The pandemic showed me how much of an internet kid I was. I had never realized that I was such an internet kid. But growing up, we moved to the suburbs when I was in like fifth grade, something like that. And we would be back and forth to the city. Like I ended up moving back to the city in high school. But my mom was so strict. I never, I never had those regular like spending the weekends at the malls and like going to the movies and stuff like that. I never did any of that because I just couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I was an internet kid and I didn't even realize it until the pandemic that I was like, because I was so overly comfortable with the fact that we couldn't go anywhere. Like it didn't bother me at all. And I'm like, that's a little unusual because everybody else is kind of like, how the fuck do we interact with people in real life? And I'm like, this is perfect because I had ne- like that was my comfort zone. I didn't even realize it was my comfort zone. The pandemic also has been a crash course in how to connect with people online. That too. You ain't got no choice. Yeah, that you know, too. I just look at it like at work. You know, I'm I'm in leadership where I work at. I've never physically met my team. Like mm-hmm. I only see them on Zoom calls. I didn't interview some of them and ain't, you know, ain't never, never been in the same room. Yeah. So, like, that's how we establish a relationship through emails, through IMs. That's got to be tough, though, because I feel like traditional, like, interview situations, you would be able to kind of, like, observe somebody's, in- like, their energy, their manner. Like, you know what I mean? You kind of get some some nonverbal so cues. You from can them. still get nonverbal cues, but mm-hmm. now there's. Like, if I'm sitting in front of you and mm-hmm. I'm reading your body language yeah. a little bit, I might be able to tighten up some. Right. But, like, over Zoom. Yeah. Like, they, I had a lady I interviewed. Like, I'm I'm pretty certain she was on drugs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She was rocking back and forth, oh, sweating, a little sniffling. Oh. You know, talk yeah. was real delayed. Like, something like something is, is off here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then sometimes you have interviews where, like, you know, they ready for the camera. They they face oh, made yeah, up. Yeah. Like they they are ready to sell it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's you know, I've seen it on both ends of the spectrum where it gets difficult though, is like having to fire somebody over the phone <laughs> is a shit show. You know what I'm saying? Like this it's a motherfucking shit show. <laughs> Cause like it don't feel real for them. Yeah. Like <laughs> like you call like I call niggas up with HR on the line and like it just don't and like yeah, whatever. See yeah. y'all. See y'all later. Yeah, it just don't feel real. No, it's not see you later because like by the time I called you, I done already killed like your access, That's your it. email. You can't punch out for the day. Like you're so they just get off the phone. And it's like that's just bring, it. Bring I'm back just unemployed. Bring back the equipment. Oh, uh, y'all don't give them boxes. Just you know, ship boxes and tell them to bring it back. It's too expensive. <sighs> Shipping boxes is 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 they too expensive. Ship me boxes today. They ship you some boxes. They ship me some the shittiest boxes in the world. Ooh. When I left Quicken Loans, they shipped me some boxes, but I said, you know what? It's my computer now. Nigga, that computer's in my living room. And I'm giving it to one of the kids. This is my computer now. I found a nigga that can flash it. It'll be. I'll put it like this. If Quicken Loans wasn't as big as the company as it is, they'll be on your ass. Suck my dick. They already gave me my they gave me my last check. And once once that happens, we ain't got no connection. I don't owe y'all shit. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Come get it. Come get it. <laughs> Man, you be fucking with people. <laughs> I'm not taking it nowhere. Like they sent me out a box, and like I put all the shit in the box with the bubble wrap, and I went to pick that shit up. I said it's too heavy. 
<laughs> like, why do I, I want to do this? Was it just a laptop? Nigga, it it's a desktop. It's a desktop and three screens. Oh, yeah. And then a mouse, you know, keyboard. I'm just like, nah, son. <laughs> just mine. This, Thank this y'all mine. so much. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about like doing, like redoing my gaming area, like attaching these monitors to my TV so I can play 2K so I can have a whole different view on 2K. But they're not getting that computer back and I don't get no fuck. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> not, like really, like what you, like y'all gave me my last check. I don't have y'all insurance. Yeah, they, like I'm not going. I'm not. They fucked going. up on the last check. Yeah. yeah. Now if that's they, supposed to be the that's the bargaining. Yeah. Check. Now if, yeah. If nice garnish. Yeah. We, we took the money out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, yours. now if that if that was the case, then I would have returned a bitch. But like I quit like on a Wednesday. I didn't have no more PTO. So like when I got paid Friday, oh, that was it. That was it. Yeah. I ain't got no incentive to return this shit. None at all. It's mine. <laughs> you want a computer? Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. Olivia need a computer. Olivia got an iPad. She good. Yeah. She don't have a computer. But. Yeah, but I don't get no fuck. It's mine now. I thought she was changing things. This is before the change. <laughs> <laughs> this is before the change. But the Lord told me I didn't have to give it back. Oh, man. I talked to God and he said, you know, it's mine. You got, I know for a fact that conversation didn't happen. I don't think that conversation happened. That conversation didn't happen. It's a blessing with my name on it. With your name no. on it. <laughs> that conversation uh, never happened. Dude, so we got we got to talk, man. Um, you know, you guys are technically in media, right? So yeah. You guys have a, a responsibility and a duty to report uh-huh. things. Duty <laughs> to report things accurate. Okay. Um, about three weeks ago. Listen to shop talk. All right. Yeah, about three weeks. You know, I'm helping my stepmoms move. In our group chat, you know, June say something like, "Ha ha, I'm listening to the podcast, whatever." I'm like, you know, I'm still listening. Oh, we on this wrestling shit? Come yeah. on, let's go, let's go there. <laughs> yeah, let's man. go there. When do we run into each other, nigga? Who was all peace? You didn't. You didn't want to get body slammed. Like you kept your energy down because you because <laughs> you knew I tombstone you in this motherfucker. <laughs> Look, my nigga, I bought a Lucha Libre mask. I've already bought. I'm I'm looking for an output. I want a singlet. You know what I'm saying? Just go straight across where my nipples is at. (laughs) You going to Jerry the Clean Lawler? Absolutely. Because when that nigga take that shit off, you know it's time for business. You know it's time for business. And I'm not fat no more. So, like, nigga, I'm kind of slim and got, like, a little muscle definition. All right. So, people do not know how this started. We did a podcast downstairs. And it was wrestling. Right. Somehow, and I challenged you to wrestle, and you tucked your tail. You got got mad and said, "Bitch, do you want to wrestle?" This is when you was on one leg. Okay, and I said, "You didn't want that hardcore match action. (laughs) You didn't want me to turn into Cactus Jack." (laughs) Dame, you got to let this wrestling shit go. You're not walking the top rope. You're not. We are currently looking for a top rope. Why don't you hit up my man, the wrestler cat? That nigga wrestle. You you know, we working on something else. Okay, I know you. You've heard probably a little bit about those plans. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're working on something else, and I'm gonna make it an event, nigga mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be in full costume. You know what I'm saying? Wrestling boots, probably some Tims. You know, I'm gonna have <laughs> what? Cheyenne's gonna be my valet and, and bring me down to the ring. Is that what they were called? Yes. At the time? Okay. Miss Elizabeth never... was a valet. Okay. Not a ring girl. She's a valet. So I'm gonna have a valet bring me down to the ring, and nigga's going to be an aerial assault. This nigga weekly sends me gifts, messages of niggas, of niggas flying, flying off the top rope. Talking about this is you. I see you next time, nigga. 
Because so, I'm I'm a so, little I'm I'm appalled <laughs> as to why you think that I can't. What walk the top rope? Why you don't think I can pull off these athletic feats? I just, I'm sick. Is your is your this is a serious question? How strong is your core? Like, do you feel confident about your core muscles? Because that's what that's what really holds you up if in I that tell type you of situation. Pull a truck. You you better hook it up to me. You understand? Like my my core muscles is not to be fucked with. You understand? Let's go outside and just find something to balance. Them. <laughs> something like that. Nigga, this is a rope, okay? Which is a strand, okay? It's, it's real strong, but it's 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 tight also. It's also yes. But how taut is it? How taut is it actually pulled for you not to be on that bitch like well, here's this? The thing. When niggas walk across it, there is some dippage. But Undertaker's like seven feet, seven 300 feet, pounds. pounds. He's yeah. been doing this shit for 30 years, nigga. He is well trained for 30 some years, nigga. All I need is like a weekend to fuck with. All right, my nigga. I a weekend to practice? I just don't want to see you. Where, where were you? Yeah, yeah. How will you prepare? For, for the ass whooping? No, 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 no. For this uh, balancing act, if you will, what's the what's the training plan look like? All I need is just a weekend. You know, that's it. Coney Island, Fago Pops. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be in superior condition. Mm. I don't know why I just pictured the the, the what's my name, Mr. T montage of Rocky Three Wheels <laughs> <laughs> training. That's what you'll be doing. Dang. Like I don't, don't, don't want to see you get hurt. Why in the fuck do you think I would get hurt? Because I could just see a nigga walking. It's in. a bit preposterous. Crystal, uh, damn Crystal. I hear. And then you doing it in Tim's. All right, I put on some black you, forces you gonna to get let up you there? know I'm about okay. business. Some straight. You go from some heavy ass Tim's, Tim's to some straight ass, flat <laughs> ass, hard ass, non flexible ass forces. I mean, black forces. I put money up if it can happen. How much money are you willing to lose? Because I know you finna have a mortgage and you got to run it past your fiance. That's fine. You know, I don't want you getting in trouble. I pull it from the business account. Okay. <laughs> I won't pull it from. The <laughs> I still want you to get her permission. Nah. <laughs> I want you to get your doctor's permission. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, dog. My doctor is not signing <laughs> off on this more Like seriously, I told that nigga I wanted to go to Cedar Point and ride the rise, and he was like, "Do you really think that's a good idea?" <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You lightweight, got a heart condition. Do you really think riding all the rides to Cedar Point?" And you in there talking about, "I want to get on the Millennium Force." <laughs> <laughs> all right, whenever this is gonna happen, man, let me know. I'm down. I, okay. I, I, clearly, I, I gotta I need beat you, her. I'm I need you to be in full wrestling gear. I want you to take this seriously. Okay, so we we locking up too. So, uh, Collar and elbow. Like we we putting on a whole match. Okay. I mean, all right. I've been watching wrestling for years. I, I know. Can, I can pull it off. I, <laughs> I can pull it off. Man, you just said last week when you knew it was time to stop being athletic when me and my boys worked y'all on the court. Y'all niggas was playing dirty. You know, wrestling is a little... Wrestling, <laughs> is, wrestling is full contact. It's a little bit more... It's the, the, the outcome is scripted. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a win at the end. You know, I'm Oh, a, you already wrote this script? I'm going to come off the top rope with the conquistador <laughs> splash, my nigga. Conquistador or, splash. Or the seven-mile elbow. <laughs> <laughs> you live a Puritan, dog. <laughs> you from Rosedale. Why is it seven miles? Seven miles. I, I, just, I, just, I just need some branding. You know what I'm saying? But it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to work, my nigga. Okay, man. I'm coming for you, nigga. <laughs> Are you gonna do full promo, nigga? Yes. What are you talking about? Like you think I'm you think I'm cutting corners? I'm I'm coming full outfit, my nigga. I'm looking for a cape. I'm coming full outfit. Can, Party City got to have some. Can you can you make this nigga a cape, please? I'm not supporting. <laughs> Crystal, I can't. Can you sell this nigga Crystal. a cape? I can't support it. We're better than that. I mean, we're better. Yeah, than but that. you're not gonna come and support me. Can you get your thimble out? Thimble needle. 
I could I could I could make the cape, but I but I'm not gonna come and I'm not gonna come and be a spectator. <laughs> no. No, I mean it's just too much. I'll I'll be there in fashion spirit. There we are. People don't want to see you get hurt. I meaning you will hurt yourself. I ain't gonna lay a hand on you. But what if I don't though? What if hey, I what hey, if I get out there hey. looking like Ray Mysterio Jr.? We're not going out. Macho Man Randy Savage. Just don't go out like Owen. Oh, come on, my nigga. I'm not going to land on my neck. It's a possibility. It's not. All right. I've been practicing for this day. And I'm, I'm Is it going to be like where? an air mattress to like, catch, no, catch you? No, the ring is going to feel like a table down there. It's got a little bounce. It feel like a, like, a, like a cookie sheet. What? Not a cookie sheet. So it's going to have some give. I'm going to bounce right up. No. What cookie sheets have zero give? What <laughs> type of cookies are you fucking making? Cookie sheets do not have give. What do you up. mean? They have take, nigga. They don't have give. <laughs> That's going to fucking hurt. Are, are you... I just I just want to hear you say that you don't you don't want no smoke. If you say that, I will let it go. <laughs> just say it. Concede, and I will let it go. I don't... You know I'm not going to concede. Just, just say you love crepes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually smoke, but I will light up. Okay. So what's on? Like I'm not right. I'm not backing down. I'm gonna have a I con- just wanna make this clear, because when I walked in it was all love. Because I you you my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, we grew up up the street. I don't I don't wanna make it seem like like we mortal enemies. Like I've known you literally since you were like four or five years old. You are my brother. I love you. Become nigga maniac. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. I'm gonna turn into the human suplex machine. Nigga, you gave us seven different names, man. <laughs> I, I give a bunch of different that intro, intros. That intro gonna go on for about four minutes. <laughs> I give a bunch of different intros every week. All right, dude. You got it. All right. Come nigga mania. I'm there. Just, okay. Just let me know the time and the place. Crystal, what I about expect it? to see you in the building also. I, I said I'll, I'll, I want you to I'll make, make a sign a like Young Miami made for this. <laughs> That's a level of support I'm that looking for. That motherfucker gonna say no, Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a level of support that I'm looking for. <laughs> I love Young Miami. She's not even the coldest out really? there, Really? Do you feel like JT is? JT is killing JT is killing I mean, they both they both fine. I feel like, yeah. They both can't rap for shit. Listen, they first al- that first album, period, I listen to that religiously. You know I got like a hood rat spirit. But are you buying? Are you buying the music for the raps, or are you buying it for like? I'm not buying shit for. Me. I'm not saying you, but <laughs> like, are people buying the music for the raps, or they just want the turn up? Like, it's just a soundtrack to a turn up. I feel like I feel like a lot of, um, especially like the younger generation, are very much like, how can I? Uh, it's it's the it's the new generation of how can I bag a baller, and that's what their music feels like. You gonna land a rich nigga, and that's what a lot of women like about it. The I mean the, the raps and shit don't be worth nothing. I mean yeah, like it ain't like you like oh they was they was fucking Young spitting. Miami, I don't Amy know if people say that. It's about her pussy. She gonna talk about her pussy. Oh yeah, every time. Maybe it's amazing. Yeah, and then um, I mean so did, I think that's what around? the allure is. Yeah. And I heard he giving her like two hundred fifty k a month. Yeah, I did see something about yeah. that. I'm giving two did he did he seem like he like some kinky shit? He probably did. He seemed like he like them real got, rich he, niggas. They be the like some kinky shit. He got shit. the budget for that. Exactly, shit. It, and he it not be a thing. Butthole. Like you can't. You what you what you gonna, gonna say to your butthole. What you gonna say to Diddy about him doing some kinky shit? Like what, like what could you possibly say? Take, take, take that. Take that. Take 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 oh my god. <laughs> no, for like I don't. I mean, them niggas be nasty. He give me that vibe. Like, he just be into some freaky Did shit. Did you see that episode of Atlanta where she was, like, in France letting niggas pee on her for 6K? Yeah, I did see I that. I didn't watch this season. Okay. 
I mean, it's, it was hit or nah, it was hit or miss. I watched the first episode that wasn't them, so I guess it was a little boy after that. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was it was kind of hit or miss. I enjoyed it because I like like irrelevant type of shit. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it ain't it ain't everybody vibe. But there was an episode where like they went to France, and she was paying niggas was paying her like six k to pee. Van, uh-huh. uh, one of Van homegirls. Okay, yeah. Damn, Van was on some strange shit that episode. I couldn't. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was it was some really strange shit. But I mean, somebody sneezed and I and I think something got on me. I'm I'm gonna throw it. I can't Mm-mm. pee. There's some bitches that. Mm-mm. I know, I know somebody who likes. It's a, I know it's a thing. It's just not my. I can't. Mm-mm. I mean, that's that's fine. But like, yeah. I'm I I completely agree with you. Once you reach like a certain financial plateau, I mean, you could anything goes. Because if you don't do it, I can pay somebody else. It's gonna less. get done. Yeah, it's gonna get done. Yeah, I can I can I can slash the prices and still get the get the job done. So I, I feel like once like a lot you of get Instagram models go over to Dubai, Dubai like niggas get, pee, pee on their feet. Or some other weird shit. Okay. I mean, look, I ain't knocking nobody choice. Okay. But like a quick 6K just to let a nigga tinkle on your toes. Like you can use the shower once you're done. We all swim in piss water before. I mean. I think for me, I'm going to vomit. And so that's what I just... I and I don't know. I just feel like the whole setup is too. Because how do you even get to that point? Like, okay, here comes the rain, and like, is that how you? Or are we like casually talking and you just like? I don't. Like, how I don't does know happen? how you sell it. I don't know how you set it What's up. The I want to know, know how you sell it. Maybe like, that can be an episode. Of but see, the selling, the selling isn't part isn't hard because somebody's always going to be strapped for cash. So well, it's like you're always did, gonna have a situation where you could take advantage of somebody's vulnerability how does one from or Dubai find desperation. One who's ready to get pissed. The internet, my all nigga. these fucking my, like, the internet. You know, it's women that make tons of money selling their drawers and selling their socks and selling all types of shit. Selling dirty drawers, dirty socks. One of one of my I'm old. Sorry, that's that's wild as fuck. No, no. One of my, I mean, yeah, I know it's a real. It's thing. a thing. One of my old coworkers has an OnlyFans where she just sell pictures of her feet. Like this. Is oh some, yeah, the foot thing. The foot that's a, that's thing a real is, life. Is, yeah, bro. but this is this is somebody I'm cool with. And she makes enough money where like she can supplement her income just selling pictures of her manicured toes. I'm just. I know her. I know her husband, and like it's a whole it's a whole setup. She got pretty feet. I mean, I'm not in the feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yes or no. did. It, did they look crusty? Nah. So you you subscribe? Are you a foot man, no. Birch? And you don't subscribe? Nah. Are you a foot man? Nah, you're not about to just start putting your feet in my face. I let a chick put her foot in my mouth. You know, just I mean, once. Nah, nah. I'm, I, oh, mean, I was about to say niggas be sucking toes. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah, I'm not about to be like. Oh, oh no, <laughs> niggas be sucking toes. Now toes I, be getting just, them off. I be I be honest. I'm a little open minded when it comes to things sexually. Like I have a small list. Of hell knows, but mm-hmm. like, what's your number one hell no? No shit, mm. no shit. I can't eat that. You know, yeah. <laughs> but don't do. Yeah, like you can't, you can't shit on me. We can't play with shit. No shit. No animals. No children. You know, like nothing, nothing perverse. But like, you know, I just never want. Like, I'm down for a good time, and depending on how you sell it, in the right night, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right. You know, I'm, yeah, you can't just walk into it. And let's just say you're the type of nigga that like spitting your mouth and now fuck it. Just I like like you like that move. I like spitting my mouth. I'm I'm not. You like spitting your mouth or you like to spit in mouth. I'm I'm with it either way. Okay, but like if you want to spit in my mouth, just like you know, just just tell me. Just give me, make make eye contact. Give me the nod. Well, you gonna throw up in the nigga mouth? No, I'm saying oh. anything like that. Like I I 
this probably probably in the past like three years, I've realized that I am very very funny about a lot of things that I just never realized like I had a disdain one. for. Yeah, Mm-mm. I feel like body fluids should be like a part of. No, I mean. It- the fact that you had to say it that way is like you know better. You just enjoy it. <laughs> you know better. Like you know better. <laughs> you just like what you like, but you I mean, you know. <laughs> I don't put no you know, we adults. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm about to be forty one. Like, baby, if you want to try it, like just run it past me. Just run it past me. Or it's like I say it's no. Yeah. And like eight times out of ten. All right. I mean, <laughs> I got some plastic we can put down. Like, it's it's cool. But it's them two times out of ten. That shit piss. 20% chance of saying, hell nah. You know, yeah. I done had some shit, some shit go, like, left. Left. You know what I'm saying? Real bad. Uh-huh. Real bad. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you wake up in the morning like, how the fuck I'm going to clean this up? <laughs> Who the fuck is going to clean this up? <laughs> You can't take this to the laundromat. So that's so. So you need these are hotel situations because you need to leave a cleanup. Like the cleanup needs to be somebody else. I done did some some nasty shit in somebody's house. Oh, (laughs) not my house. house. To the point I was up washing the same comforter like six times in a row in the middle of the night. You just throw it away. It was enough oxyclean in the world. Just throw it away. Like when when it be shit like that, just throw it away. Couldn't. Yes, you can. I didn't have no money to replace that shit. <laughs> okay, so you don't. Like, shit happens. Nah, I wasn't in that point in my life where I could say, hey. I'm asleep with the, I'm asleep <laughs> with the, with the <laughs> bottom sheet. Your comforter is gone, sister. You know, shit happens. Sister. <laughs> sister. <laughs> shit happens. Girlfriend. Man. No, it was my sister's comforter. <laughs> oh, it was your sister's comforter? <laughs> Erica understands. No, it wasn't Erica. It was my little sister. Oh, she understands. She'll get it. Oh my we goodness. still haven't told her the story yet to this day. I, 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 I hope she doesn't listen because now she'll have a slight idea of the story. I used to have some satin cheetah sheets. And like when, when you, you had you, satin cheetah sheets? What? I had a whole set. Zebra, cheetah. Uh, Nipple Man had, had satin sheets. I'll never trust a nigga with satin sheets. And then I had like some solid color ones. Did you I, used to burn incense, incense in your room too? Absolutely. You got to set the vibe. <laughs> nigga, I had, a, I, had a, I, had a, I had a canopy over my bed. Bro. What? <laughs> you had sheer curtains. Ass, sheer curtains hanging from the canopy. I you had, got pictures? Oh yeah, I got pictures of the shit. You had sheer curtains? Uh, not sh- not sheer. They was like cotton. You had cotton curtains. Yeah, they was it was it was a canopy because like your room got incense. You smoking a joint? It's time for sex. I, I used to call it the skanctuary. You know what I'm saying? Because when you cross the threshold, like, so I got double doors. The threshold was the... the, the <laughs> Sex and skanctuary? I want both of you out of here. That's ridiculous. I got double doors on my bedroom. So, like, say if I invite so, you. So, you oh, you would... Welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, let the, them bitches go. <laughs> the, in, the incense is burning. You know what I'm saying? Like... Just the incense you get from the liquor store? I mean, it's it's all it's incense. It, man. It's all incense. You can get it from five below now. But like the incense will be burning, you know, and I I open up the door. You know, I already got the Bluetooth connected. So I got something, you know. Incense is so much more about that little perfectly squiggled trail of smoke that it leaves than it is the scent. I got got secret garden playing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'll take good care. You know, it's Barry Quincy Jones, the uh, barge, yeah, all the like movies. it's 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 going down. I'll find a picture of it before before we leave, because because like niggas don't niggas don't believe like how intricate 
the setup was. But like when you come into the sanctuary, baby, it's time for you had you wearing, so, so, you wearing silk pajamas too or something. No, I'm, satin I'm cheetah sheets, satin cheetah uh, sheets with beneath a canopy, a, a cotton curtain clad canopy. Yes, with very white plan. I don't have nothing on up under that robe. You know what I'm saying? Because once the, you, you, have, you have a robe on, I do have a robe on. I just don't want to like. What kind of robe? Oh, is here it? go. Here go. The skank you wear. Immediately no. <laughs> Immediately no. That's that. That was my bedroom. Hell no. Nah. This is definitely giving me um. Hell no. Nah. Uh, boomerang Eartha Kit vibe. No. <laughs> you, you know why I did it? Like so when Stella got her groove back the first time, Winston hit her was up under the canopy. I was like, oh, that's player. That's player. That, that's giving me that's giving me I had too many long islands and I ended up <laughs> I ended up in a room this, with them with that this, going on. this right here this right here is Long Island iced tea. This this okay? is an experience and, and underneath these covers <laughs> underneath these covers are cheetah print satin sheets. Hell no. I'm about to get you the ride of your life. <laughs> you understand? Absolutely not. <laughs> Way too many textiles. Number do, one. Do, do you do you see do you see the do you see the mirrors in the back? Okay, it's it's a time. It's a time. It's it's, it's, it's experience. It's experience. You got to try it. Look, man. One time, I, one time, I, I no. had this. I had this little <laughs> chick that I was really feeling. Like we had been out, had a couple dates. It was going well, and tonight was the night. She was like, "I want to come home with you." And I'm like, bet I already changed the sheet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you took the zebra ones off, put the cheetah ones on. Yeah, like, oh, I had some zebra too. I know we did. I, I knew it, bro. I, did. I already changed the sheets. I'm like, bet once we once we leave the restaurant, you know, she rode with me. We going back to the house. You know, I'll take <laughs> nigga. I, I did what I normally do. I walk up to both hands. You know, let it s- slowly swing it open. She was like, absolutely not. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I was like, well, just, you know. Nigga, no. <laughs> you know, I was, I was just like, you know, I got a little little liquor here. Like, just just, just come in, you know, sit down on the bed. Just have a good time. She was like. Not necessary. She was like, you fucked way too many women. <laughs> I was like, well, you. St- not these sheets. No, like, these sheets is fresh. You know what I'm saying? These sheets is fresh. And I was like, well, you. You know, it's late. She's still stay. <laughs> she slept on top of the comforter oh. all night. Like, that's how gung-ho she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> you got to go. I mean, nigga, it's like two in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you did a driver fuck. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, I didn't, this rinse, wash, repeat. I didn't did this setup, you know, for. Yeah, no go. For, like, nigga, I had the canopy on my bed for like three years. I did this setup so much. Like nobody, nobody said no. Nobody. I, I walk said in a man's no. room and he has a canopy bed with with curtains hanging. No. Why? Why not though? Because that that vibe does not like. No. You know. No. It, because the thing you know what it does for a woman, it immediately it, it 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 makes you think of all the questions you do not want to ask this nigga about this this whole scene because nothing nothing is average. Or predictable about a man having a bed that is so so carefully curated. Not that that just so carefully I, I, curated. I wasn't dating for marriage at the time. I was dating. I mean, for, yeah. You know, a good time. Because a wife would never would never allow that, that setup. That's crazy. This is important in my life. That's crazy. I, I would have I would have been her. Absolutely the fuck not. You know, no. when we when we get off the mic, I'm gonna tell you something about that because 
We'll talk about that. <laughs> they ain't got some dumb shit to tell me. I, 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 ne- I never, put, I never put it in public, but I, I would like to to share because I think you know where I'm going with this. I have no idea. Okay, that's fine. We'll talk about it. we'll talk about it off in the mic. We'll talk about it off in the mic. So look, I love having y'all here, man. This shit just went somewhere else I wasn't even expecting. Just a whole, just a whole day oh, after dark. My goodness, for the fuck of it. <laughs> 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 so some shit happened this week that I wanted to talk about. Uh, first thing is this Boy Scout troop visiting the Farmington Hills Police Department and finding out that they are using a black man as the the uh, shooting poster to train the Farmington Hills Police. Instead of just the regular silhouette that they could use. Yes. How intentional. So you can't ever not say that... Um... <laughs> Y'all niggas is practicing. Yeah, you're you're pretty much training your guys to shoot and kill black people. That's that's so dangerous, man. Uh, that's sickening, and for kids to to see it, for to kids see to that, see it, yeah, to call it out. Like, because no, even no, this shit. Because in their that that's going to be the or that was the moment they realized that the things that they didn't necessarily understand that was a moment that probably made that shit click mm-hmm. for a lot of them in a very terrifying right. way. Yeah, I don't know what city the troop is from, but like. I just want to paint a picture like I was I was a Boy Scout at one time, like a Detroit Boy Scout troop, you know, probably coming out there for some friendly shit to talk to the police, mm-hmm. you know, view the station and they take you back there and you see that shit. Exactly. Like, you know, that's a level of representation that I don't want, you know, for a young any, black any. man to see. Yeah. yeah. Especially with all the shit that's been going on the last few years with um, police killing unarmed black man. It's just like. Yo, you're training for this. Like, when you see a black person, really, shoot them. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds you of like, how, how the fear is so valid mm-hmm. and, and you know, so real. And I know for me, like, I go to the range a couple times a month. Mm-hmm. You know, I want my poster sometimes to see, like, you know, how did I do this week? Right. I'm like somebody taking that home today, mm-hmm. possibly their wife, their child. Like, look, look how, look how good my shooting yeah. got, baby. Mm-hmm. And it's a black. It's just an ugly conversation. Exactly. And I read where they also had, they found other photos of different ethnicities. So they had Arabic and Mexican, but. No white men. They wasn't no shooting no white men. They were, in that, that, at that time, it was the black people time that's to get shot. Very, that's very that's fucking, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And if you ever drove through Farmington, Farmington Hills, you already know how the cops is. Uh-huh. They don't want your black ass there. No. They don't want your black The people ass. don't want you there. No. It's. It's definitely an undertone when you visit certain areas. You know, I go to that Target out on Grand River. They got a new Big Lots out there. Big Lots is like one of my favorite stores. Big Lots be having that shit. They got everything. Yeah, they be having Big Lots is like cereal for two dollars. It's the real shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like a a off brand Target, but like if you walk around, you are gonna find everything which you need at Big Lots. Yeah, they got some gems. But like just the whole police interaction, you know, they be they be everywhere. They on you and like. Suburb areas, and this is something I learned getting arrested out in Canton. I remember I had a police officer pull me over one day. I wasn't doing shit. You know, I, I went and picked up some lunch, made a left turn. I was going back to work. Nigga flicked me. I'm like, what did I do? He was like, nothing. He was like, I just ride behind people and run plates all day. Like, we just patrol. Mm-hmm. And like they had, because the crime is so different, they have that luxury just to patrol. Yeah. You don't have to be doing nothing wrong. They just running your plate just for the fuck of it. Yeah. They you, have a predatory, like, approach to policing absolutely which is which is terrifying because that level of boredom 
one, allocate those funds to something else yeah. if all y'all niggas is doing is riding around looking for people to fuck with. But that's but for them, that's that's patrolling and keeping a street safe. They have that luxury to to sweep their streets that way. And a lot of sub Taylor does it. Canton, Plymouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's just Detroit. Like we got crime. Like them niggas. Yeah, they busy. Them pulling you over is the least thing that's going to happen. Yeah. Niggas is Detroit cop pull you over. You wild. You You Mm wildin'. Mm-hmm. You ran that stop sign going 85 in your exactly. stat pack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, they not just fucking with you because we got because time to run plates. Yeah. 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 But you go out in these other areas, that's, that's just a common thing. And I just don't, that I, I understand that level of policing to keep things safe. But like you said, that's so predatory, mm-hmm. you know? And now my oldest son is 19. He out here driving. And like those are conversations that I need to have with him. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. look, man, this 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 ain't this a, a drive through town. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You get your gas before if you go into the movies. You get gas beforehand, yep. and, and you it. make that trip there, yeah. and you make that trip back to fuck home. And like, even having those conversations with your daughter as she, when she gets older, and she's even with a black a young black yeah. you know man because I know like as a woman, like I was driving like not long ago, and I was driving. I had a black man that was a passenger and I wasn't speeding, but you know, you, you go past police on the freeway and you're like, damn, they probably going to, you know, they you gonna get nervous because yeah. it's like, I, I felt, it seemed like I was speeding. That's how you kind of feel. Or it's usually just or, that fear just because it's the fucking cop. Exactly. And, or and if they in the mood. And you're going 70. Yeah. Huh? And it's like, if, if this, if this is a cop that's in the mood to, to fuck with me, then that's what it is. But I got so, like, when I say my heart was beating out of my chest and he was like, you know, like, you know, like kind of like wondering why I was tripping so hard. I said, I know I would probably be okay, but I can't, I can't move with that same level of confidence that you would be okay in a situation. Absolutely. So it's not something that's like, oh, as the driver, I'm the only one that's, that, that's in danger because it's like, yeah, I, you know, I might get a ticket or whatever, you know, because light skin privilege is a thing with the police. Mm-hmm. It just is. But the other part of it is, is with a black man as my passenger, he's immediately the target, whether I was the driver or not. And oh, they as, want to see everybody. everybody. Absolutely. And as, and as a, you know, it, it was just something that like terrified me. And I don't even think before that moment he realized that that's a, you know, that in the, even if you're not in the driver's seat, that's just as much of a fear because it's like, I don't want to put either one of us in a fucked up situation. Yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely fucked up because now I got to tell my stepson when he's going out and playing basketball in certain areas, like, Yo, you with your friends, you gotta watch out, mm-hmm. watch for their behavior. Because, mm-hmm. You know, he he always fuck with Old Park shit, and Old Park police is just as bad. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, their their area is made up of mostly um, black people, but still, my first arrest in life came with with Richard mm-hmm. came out in Old Park, right at that McDonald's. Yeah. So, and they still target black people because you know the Jewish community really runs that city. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yo, you gotta watch your friends as well because mm-hmm. they don't give a fuck. Who in the group? One person acting up, we fucking all. Y'all. Oh, you, you gotta, gotta you gotta good. watch that mouth. Yeah. yeah, you gotta watch that and mouth. And then with these young kids, they, they this and you just need that one of those cops that's on that type kids, of shit. I always say, you know, I'm scared of y'all. Not that I'm physically scared of y'all, like y'all intimidate me, but y'all niggas have no fucking fear. They like awareness. Like they like awareness. Y'all will run off the mouth because mm-hmm. y'all don't fear consequences. Mm-hmm. That's gonna get y'all fucked up. In mm-hmm. Like I don't want shit to do with y'all because y'all be the ones that want to shoot us and shit. Yeah. just to prove a fucking. Point. And they don't have like that moral compass that a lot of us were kind of forced to mm-hmm. to have in some type of way. Look, I tell my son all the time, I just need you to make it home. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened on the side of the road, whether the cop is right, wrong, 
I need you to make it home because we can't we can't fight and litigate with them mm-hmm. on the side of Orchard Lake Road. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You're like, lose that battle. You're gonna lose yeah. that battle every time. He's gonna right. pull you out the car, slap them yeah. cuffs on you. And By the time it. you made it to the station, you resisting arrest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. impounded your car. I just need you to make it home. We'll go to court, you know, make make shit do what it do in court, but mm-hmm. I just need you to make it home for every police interaction. Yeah. That's that's definitely scary. And then Go ahead. No, and then I I look at it like my oldest is nineteen, my my other son is fifteen. He he bigger than his brother. Mm-hmm. You know, he almost six one. So like when the cops are riding behind you, they don't they, they don't know, know that you're a fifteen yeah, year old boy. Like you, he's six one two ten. Like you're get, number one male, and they put your big ass yeah. out the car. Yeah, exactly. And so they they scared just because they scared. Yeah. They ain't got no backbone. No cops cops are um they're definitely bitches, man. Because they're scared of the community, first of all. You're, you're patrolling the neighborhood, especially um, these inner cities. They're patrolling the neighborhood that you're not familiar with. They don't even live here. No, they don't. Once they took off that little stipulation, you had to live That in the you city, had to live, yeah. You know, the, um, police it. All these white cops come down here just to get the experience, just to get the fuck on. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they do two he- two years yeah. here, transfer somewhere else. Yep. State police do whatever, Southfield to pay more. It's just like. But I remember back when, you know, I'm a little bit older than you, but we had a neighbor on the block that was a police officer. And he would always park his his car, his mm-hmm. police car in the driveway. Yeah. Now, he was just the neighbor. He was nice, no, you know, wasn't wasn't rude or crazy or nothing, but just that presence mm-hmm. of when you pull up on the block and you see that police car in somebody's driveway, that's a deterrent right yeah. there yeah. For, for a lot of people. Because he going to come I mean, if shit go go down, he coming out the house yeah. guns blazing. And you know he ready. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz this this his this his neighborhood. Yeah, he protecting mm-hmm. his he, he got a daughter that live on the he got a daughter around our age. Like his family lived there, and it's it's a certain amount of pride and prestige mm-hmm. when you when you taking care of your own in that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even still, when um Richard's mom, she used to come through the neighborhood with her cop car. Yeah, you know, just while she was probably just a patrolling, just to go through the neighborhood, see what was going on. Like to have knowing that you got neighbors as cops that you know that still coming around and checking your stuff, it definitely it 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 makes you feel a little safer and everything. You know, but, Rich and Jason mom was partners. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> they can tell you some shit. They was they I was believe- beating ass in their day. They was beating ass. I always knew Miss McGee like she could whip some ass. <laughs> she didn't, you know, like she, <laughs> she don't fuck around. And I just leave it like I that. know. Oh, yeah, I, you you I, live, I next live next door, door. too. <laughs> you, next, you had the same type of black mama though. Like Lenore didn't fuck around either. I'm glad I missed that era. That was all Erica called. That caught them hands. But she <laughs> like nigga. <laughs> so like when Verge was little, we used to fuck with him a little bit because he was little. And we, it felt like the gap was was deeper. Like when you were when you five I'm and five, I'm, y'all 10, ten, eleven. Was, like yeah, yeah. We, but like we throw some snow in that nigga ear. He going straight to the house. It wasn't just, his, no, no, it wasn't just throw. I would be on the ground. And they would pack my shit. <laughs> That's terrible. And we know your mama coming outside. Barely. She come. She coming outside. <laughs> Leave my baby alone. And now we now we done. Go in the house. Go in the house. Yeah. Between her, Miss <laughs> Dixon. The motherfuckers did not play. Miss Dixon seen me down at the casino one night with a woman that was not my wife. Uh, what she said? She me called and, you out. Me and my wife were separated at the time, and the girl I was with didn't know the full scope of what was going on. In my life. <laughs> I'm coming up the escalator. We make eye contact. She looks to my right and sees this woman. And as loud as she is, Damon Bradley, Christian. that is not your wife. I'm like, oh, my God. Come on, Joyce. Give a shit. <laughs> it definitely ended up with me sliding her money. 
I had I, I I gave her I gave her a little taste because that she was not she she was not stopping. She was barking and t- in like Miss Dixon. That can was be, her move. Yeah, she she had done that one before. She she's a really intimidating personality. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a sweet woman in other settings, but like <laughs> she can be a really intimidating personality. Yep. But yeah, I definitely slid her some gambling money, and now old girl was like, "So you married?" Like it's not what you think. Right? You know what I'm <laughs> she don't live with me. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm just legally married. Yeah, it was. It a, was full blown married. <laughs> she wasn't living with me. So How I, long was y'all separated? The time, nigga, we were separated four years before we got. Oh, yeah. so, I mean, Damn. it was. It just got to the point like, who gonna pay for it? Because mm. I didn't. But I said you got what? You got ten ten years. To you make got that decision. Yeah, but and that's what we was on like nine and a half. That oh, fall would have been ten years, where she would have got half my pension, and now I'm sweating because like, fuck it, I can't pay for it. No, she paid what for she it. Okay. She she was kind enough to wait till after my mother passed, and then she took care mm-hmm. of it. Oh yeah. So ten years, give me that. Yeah, yeah, for sure, half, half my pension. So anytime I would have drafted something from my four hundred one k, she get a check too. Mm. Yikes. Yeah, I say it's cheaper to keep him. Yeah, it's cheaper to kill her. <laughs> it's cheaper to kill. The thoughts and opinions of Dame Gone Wild. Not that. I am not Dame Gone Wild anymore. I've, re- I've renounced that name. Nigga, you just said it's cheaper to kill. <laughs> I've renounced that name. So, uh, another thing that went down this week, Ara Kelly uh, mm. was finally sentenced for you know being a perv thirty years in a thirty in years. The How does Kells now? 55. Jesus. He's going to die in prison. And he's still got pending cases. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to yeah, die in jail. How, how, do y'all, how do y'all feel about it? I, I look at it, you know, you can like what somebody does and not like the person. Mm-hmm. I understand when it comes to the musical aspect, R. Mm-hmm. Kelly's a genius. Mm-hmm. Like there's songwriter, singer. Well, yeah. ne- you know, that's a once in a lifetime generational type of talent. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I wouldn't let that nigga within 500 yards of any woman that I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I know that nigga is a nasty, is a nasty perv. And then when I look even on the the larger scale, like the people that helped him facilitate, mm-hmm. you know, some of this grooming, these parents, mm-hmm. like Just his his that, entourage, yeah. like what? It gets very, Yeah. Like, what about them niggas? Because yeah. he didn't do this shit. Clearly, there was some type of system in exactly. place. Exactly. He was either, yeah, them people need to get years. So I'm, 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 Just like Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Jelaine, yeah, Jelaine, she got, she, what, 20, 20 years? years? Yeah. And they never brought down charges on anybody that visited this teen fuck island mm-hmm. that these niggas had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nah, the shit's sick. Like, I agree with you with the music aspect. That's one thing. But I'm, I can't, <laughs> no. That shit you doing with women, and I get it. Some women was with it because you manipulate them, but no, all that shit's nasty. You deserve all them years, nigga. Like you can rot. I feel like it was up. it was difficult to separate the the man from the music in his case because so much of his music it's about sex was about a lot of the sick shit he was doing, and so for like I guess as a woman, it's like ew. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't that he wasn't talented, but it's like for the music to be a stark reminder of all the bullshit yeah. you were on. I can't have it's, that. It's not, it's not just like, oh, well, the man in the music. Like, if, if he went to jail for some type of, you know, something else that had nothing to do with his music or the content contents of his music, that would be different. But the fact that you're singing about all of this really ridiculous shit you were doing, 
I can't separate the man from the music at that point because to listen to your music, I'm reminded of the man. Like it's not it's not as as black and white as I feel like. And it, this is what his whole career has things. been based on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, everything that he wrote for exactly. Leah, Edge ain't nothing but a yeah. number. Like that's some sick shit. Exactly. It, it and is. it gives it, it makes you sick to your stomach to listen to that shit, knowing knowing what motivated all. And we know the story behind it that they were married at mm-hmm. you know, she such was like what, she 15, was 14, 14? 15? There's, you know, my daughter is 16 going on 17. There's no there's, fucking way. There's nothing. No yeah. There's nothing a grown man could say to me about her career, her life, what type of position that he going to put her in to make me sign over but, my ch- my yeah, baby. Because you have my to, baby. Yeah. Mm-mm. They can't sign a marriage license. Your parents have to sign that shit up. There's no way in there's fuck. No way. There's no, no way in fuck. Way. How desperate are you for, for success and money and fame that you would do that? But everybody, everybody, everybody has, has a price. price. Yeah. That's but the, I'm but I'm saying and some people their price is their child. But none of them none of their kids did shit. None of your none of your, none of their All kids they, did anything. They sold the dream but ended up on surviving R. Kelly. That was it. Part. Like that's how much your child was worth? A couple stacks a month? It wasn't like there was no guarantee of this lifelong career or anything like that. I mean, Aaliyah found some form of success. That's but she was she was early. She was early on. You know, yeah, when, you we, the the yeah, when you think about the ones that came after. Yeah. When you think about the ones that came after. Like, but what we knew then should have been enough to raise the eyebrow. Like, why they he, why they do that? But the tape dropped what two, when him pissing on the girl was two thousand two oh three. Oh three. And he still got a solid ten more years after that shit before really most shit started. More. He had another trial in 08, uh, which he got acquitted. And not to say that I support the acquittal, but like if you get off on that, that might be your chance to lead a country. Mm-hmm. And that was your chance to stop fucking every single thing. But it's it's because the, the a lot of the shit from Surviving R. Kelly was recent, recent. That was like later, later mm-hmm. shit. That wasn't shit from 05, 06. Yeah. That stuff was like Within the five, last five, six, six years, years ago. But, yeah. So you but it's an, like you said, you should have, yo, know, that was your chance. But it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, I I got a, a funny story where, where, you know, I was about to get fired from work. Uh, they accused me of doing, well, they didn't accuse me. They found out that I did some shit. It was back at Comcast. They mm-hmm. found out I did some shit. They had me down with the HR and the security team. They going through the records. Like I did what the fuck. Oh, you was done. <laughs> yeah, I was I was cooked. They was they was gonna send me home for further investigation, but like if the nigga took 10, 15 more minutes, he was gonna find mm-hmm. the shit that I did. So I told them, nigga, I started crying and I said, Y'all finna make me relapse. And she was like, what? I said, y'all finna make me relapse. She said, what drugs? I said, cocaine and heroin. Y'all finna make me go back. <laughs> when you tell your employer that you need help, they will not fire you in the moment. They sent me to a 12-step program, a drug treatment program, and I had to go to classes. Verge, straight up. I went to I went to addiction classes. I went to a 12-step program. Nigga, my, are you serious? Nigga, my sponsor still calls me. My sponsor still calls me. He'll check on me around Thanksgiving, Christmas. So the drugs was the reason why you did what you did in their eyes. Well, no, getting fired was going to send me back Uh, to drugs. They sent me through a treatment program where I really had to go to these classes and listen to people talk about addiction. And when I say like that shit is a demon, like that shit is for I I never forget. There was a two stories. There was a guy. No, that's supposed to be anonymous. Nigga, I mean, this is like this is like over a decade ago. Okay. It's still anonymous. <laughs> no, yeah, don't nobody know. Well, no, you're not supposed to share the stories outside of it. All right, uh-huh. what they gonna do? 
Well, you, clearly, you don't put me in one. I'm, I'm calling somebody when I leave. Like, let me tell you this shit. <laughs> it was a guy in there where he was letting his son drown in the pool because he was fucking the babysitter. Like he needed to get that nut off so bad that he could not stop to get up to save his child. That's crazy as fuck. No, the child made it. Jesus Christ. But like, that's what helped. That's that's what helped his wife uncover the sex addiction. He was fucking the babysitter and his child is in the pool. Like one of the neighbors jumped the gate and say the baby like but he said he was so entranced in needing to have sex that like, you know, he could he couldn't stop himself. That's and, crazy. and then there was another lady in this in this room. She was talking about like how she did crack cocaine 20 years, mm-hmm. 20 years straight. And what stopped her? She said she was in the rock house with her baby. She said she was so poor she had to wrap she couldn't afford diapers. She had the baby wrapped in a towel in the rock house. And she was like, she she said she saw the Lord in the rock house and like stop cold turkey. Mm. Like, but these people like that level, like R. Kelly probably suffers from that type of level of addiction. You know, he needs some type of but psychological treatment. Was it was it but what do you think the addiction was? Pedophilia is an addiction. Mm. But see, but but the women who were of age, of age. That's what I'm saying. When it, when I, I'm thinking that maybe the perverse sex is some type the of controlling aspect of Absolutely. it. Yeah. So yeah, he had women of age. The manipulation more, was manipulation, the so yeah. Maybe that empower type shit is is something he Oof. feeds off of. But damn, mm. no thanks. Mm. Okay, but what the niggas suffer from? The niggas who set the shit up. Just the just the, the ones they, who they, is, they suffer from payroll addiction. Exactly. They, that's what they suffer from. They suffer from. I'm he, sure. He's I'm taking sure, care of me. What I'm gonna do? I'm sure working for R. Kelly got to be somewhat lucrative. You got to be making a decent decent coin working for that nigga. That's fucking wild. Man. It is, but like like you say, everybody got some type of price. Mm-hmm. You know what they're willing to do for a certain amount of money. It's sick. It's sad. <laughs> but like we all, you know, I never want to be pressed to that level or you know just be that that desperate for funds where i start to question my moral compass yeah but that's not everybody but i wonder as a fucking parent at what point does that crush a mile okay i'm gonna let knowing that what you know about r kelly like there's no in the world let's just say in our parents era our grandparents let our our, our mothers go hang nigga, out. Nigga, in our area, you, you, you wouldn't let a nigga take a you wouldn't let a nigga take Olivia further than he further than you could see him. Right. So at what point does it? And even as a then, you wouldn't let niggas like what goes to their fucking mind? Like, okay, well, shit, it's like come on. We four months behind on the mortgage. We ain't gonna have nowhere to live. Yeah, we, she we can sing. It's really just a. It's really just an advance. That shit fucking wild, man. You know they sell it. They sell it. But you got to be a nasty motherfucker. You got to be a nasty ass nigga. And that nigga had kids. Like, yo. That's the shit that bothered me. Like, yo, you doing the same shit to women. That, that, that You got kids the same fucking age. Like, come on, bro. That's where that perversion comes yeah. in. At. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, for he probably can't even comprehend that level of thinking. Like, not my baby. Well, no. Well, we hear the nigga talk. So, we yeah. know the nigga, ain't, he ain't got everything up there. He lightweight retarded. Yeah. We know he can't. We know he illiterate, you know. And the nigga probably got he on the he on some end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. So you know you, it's just a shame. Yeah. It's just a shame. I I'm like you. I don't feel thirty years is enough. No, but nah, feasibly, 
but feasibly at 55 with two other pending cases, he'll die inside yeah, he'll die. of jail. Yeah. If nigga make it out of 85, but he gonna... Niggas don't make it out of 85 eating good and living free. Like, nigga, the stress of being in jail ain't no fucking no. way. Ain't no fucking way. And the, and the older you get, like, it's a new crop of young niggas coming in every 10 fucking years. Yeah. I don't get no fuck about R. Kelly. They don't give a fuck about that nigga. They'll beat that ass for that commissary. Exactly. <laughs> Sing, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> no. Depending on, where, <laughs> sing, bitch. Depending on where you locked up at, too. Niggas don't get no fuck. Yeah, like. It's only so long they're going to have you in protective custody. It's only so long for that shit. Yeah, and that, that R. Kelly shit means something to niggas around our age. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a certain level of protection that he probably got on the inside. But, like, niggas get old. They they fade away. It's a new crop of young niggas coming in jail. And, like, 10 years from now, you know, no, when some of these super predators coming in, they don't, they don't give a fuck about your body's calling. <laughs> Bitch, where them soups at? Where them soups at? <laughs> fuck about your body calling. <laughs> jail no, is a scary place. I'm, I'm jail is a scary place. My homeboy just did 11. Just did 11 and came home. And like talking to that nigga is 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 scary because mm-hmm. like when he went in, like smartphones weren't really popping like that. Like he had a next tail when he went in in jail. OK, so like just the gap in technology, you know what I'm saying? Like FaceTime is like make him nervous because like why you want to watch me? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for him to go to the grocery store because niggas are standing behind you in the grocery store. Like he's having a very hard time adjusting back mm-hmm. to society. And then he came out of jail and moved in with his wife and his daughter. Well, shit, you ain't lived with them in over a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, he don't want the house to be all loud, but like she 12. Mm-hmm. She she loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She she want to play and, you know, she got friends and they laughing and making TikTok like the house is loud. And them loud noises make that nigga uncomfortable. Like so adjusting back to society is being in, increasingly difficult for my man. So. I couldn't imagine. I dated a nigga who did like 10 years and he ate like he still was eating like they Somebody like, take his tray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going out to eat again. <laughs> what the fuck was that in public? Like, no, <laughs> I, I realized then like I need like a medium hood nigga. Like that was too deep. That was too, that was too deep. I was like, no, let's let's bring it. Let's bring it back up. No, he was. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. That arms wrapped around the plate thing. I Jail scares me. As like, it should. Like, <laughs> like to the point, like, I don't want to be away from my family. Yeah. Like, that person. More than me. just being away from my family, there's some places, like, I don't understand jail culture. You know, now, I done did, like, a weekend in Monroe mm-hmm. County, and I've said it here on the show. A white boy punched me in Monroe County so motherfucking hard, I thought that nigga broke my face. That nigga punched me to the ground, and I was like, yo, I need to get back up. But I thought this nigga, like, had, I was Why going to. punch you? It was, it was tray time and niggas be trying to Jenny Craig you in jail. They be trying to make sure the new nigga don't eat. Mm-hmm. And you got to speak like acts like that. You have to speak up about. Yeah. Because if you don't, then you just not going to eat. Yeah. So you got to like defend yourself. Right. And that nigga took my tray. So I said something and he bossed up on me and that nigga punched me. Now we got to scrapping. I hit that nigga with a tray and knocked him out. But like you have to like a nigga call you a bitch in jail. You got to fight. Mm-hmm. Nigga, take something from you and they steal something from you in jail. You got to fight because now you look weak. Mm-hmm. And like jail culture, like is I, you know, when I talk about like Nick, like soup is a big thing in jail. Mm-hmm. 
like niggas use soup as currency, honey buns. Yeah. Like I don't I watch want, a lot of jail shows. I don't want to <laughs> learn that culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to learn that like I got to put toilet paper up on the window when I'm taking the shit at night. Like I don't I don't want to get acclimated yeah. to shit like that. My mm-hmm. biggest fear is being locked up somewhere where there's a language barrier. Nigga, what? Like mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish at all. I don't mm-hmm. speak French or anywhere. Yeah, and I go somewhere. And Nigga, then, Spanish. I don't, I don't know. Like I can. Okay. If you somewhere where they speak in Spanish, oh, you done. in danger. I'm done. You in danger. Oh, it's over with. Yeah. But anywhere like yeah. some shit like some <laughs> Russian shit, I really print can't. Yo, I don't know where to sit. I don't know where to stand. I don't know where to walk. I don't know. All I know is you yelling at me and something, and I don't know what the fuck to do. And now you're being disrespectful because right. you ain't talking back. I'm just sitting there like, yo, I'm now my hands is up. Now you ready to do some shit. Nah. I'm, I look at I'm like sure. that Britney Griner situation, mm-hmm. being locked up in, in Eastern Russia. Europe. Mm. Is she fuck in Russia? Out. Yeah. Mm. Fuck out of here. Yeah. You remember Andy on the block? Yeah. Millers. Andy told me one time he got locked up in Russia for like six months. Andy, just, a, Andy a wild motherfucker. You have no idea. <laughs> remember was, that nigga tried wild to sell you? Wild. <laughs> this nigga tried to sell Virgil a gun. He tried for to sell a, car. a gun for a car, like a harpoon gun, like sprinkling the gun pot. Some shit you shoot an elephant with. He he lived he lived on a boat. So yeah. like, you, like a houseboat. Like, yeah, but, but like he was a fisherman. He was a yeah. sailor. Oh. So he used to do the big. Um, cargo ships. Like he was a merchant sailor. Yeah, he was a captain of one of those big boats. So he'd be gone like sometime two years, come back with a stack of money and just take his normal boat in Canada and chill. But he was a handyman. He did everything. Andy was cool as fuck. Him and nigga my, was weird. He was weird. Hella weird. So I don't know if you knew. I went to Seattle with this nigga. He 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 flew me out to help drive a car from Seattle to Michigan. So I'm thinking, okay, whatever this antique car is, is ready when I get there. No, I was in that bitch for a week. I only packed for like three days. <laughs> in that time, I seen Andy purchase three crackhead whores to have sex with in this cheap ass motel. He had me up in uh, in Seattle. What the? Then asked him like, "Hey, Virg, you want to go with this?" No. Hold on, you was in the room while this? No, no, I had my own room. Oh but, my god! You know, you go out there and sit. You know, Seattle nice as fuck, but he out there smoking a cigarette, and the lady of the night just had me sitting there with him. And of course, you can hear the shit. She want a square too. She earned it. Man, they uh-huh. was they was dragging on the same cigarette, bro. Oh my god! But Ooh. nah, Andy was weird, but Andy was cool as shit. But nah, that nigga was yeah. that nigga was crazy. You, you, we, I mean, he probably still alive. He, oh. um, he's oh. taking care of his parents. I yeah. drove past the other day. I haven't seen him in years. He's still alive. Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. No, that man. He like you put him in the wild. <laughs> it's over for the wild. <laughs> Dead ass. It's over. Yo, for the Verge wild. had. I don't, I, I'm not gonna go into it too deep, but Verge had his dog. And somebody shot this nigga dog. Oh. And Andy was trying to kill that nigga with his bare hands. Yeah. But then Dame had that nigga in my son in my face years I, ago. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that was him. I didn't know that was him. Duh, so this was years ago. I was at Dame house. and My dad had passed. Yep. And we had to repass. And I remember I didn't know who he was till like the Your end. I was like, said something. I was like, you look real familiar, yeah. dog. And he was like, I'm Kendall. Yeah. So at the time, this boy had to be like two years old. Mm-hmm. And his daddy shot my dog, claiming my dog was in his yard, but he wasn't. He shot him through the fence at Andy's house, shot his paw off. So we talking, and he was like, Yeah, I'm Kyle was like, you know who this is? This is Mr. Harrison's son. The first thing I say is, nigga, your daddy killed my dog. I don't know if his daddy alive. I don't know if his mama alive. That's the first thing I went to. And I, I immediately wanted beef with this nigga. Verse still raw old. about that shit, man. <laughs> that was my dog, nigga. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was. So, look, man. I got y'all two here 
And, you know, this is more or less a reunion for mm-hmm. unsavory antics. What can we expect from you guys moving forward? I'll let you go ahead. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> so, um, so we're, yeah, we're bringing back unsavory antics, which, okay. you know, is a vibe. It, it'll be very interesting to revamp the show at the place we're at now. We're Your both lives like are completely different. Absolutely. Like 100%. Two years. Two plus. Yeah. Two plus. Right when COVID started. Mm hmm. So it'll be very interesting to kind of like hear, you know, new perspectives, hear where we've been, what we've been doing, what we got going on, um, and just get back, you know, get back on the air. So. Okay. Do y'all have like a target data when we're looking at an episode? I think we're looking at the, the he's, he's the, yeah, he's on the, he's the yeah. scheduling manager for the show. Okay. So, um, yeah, it'll be soon though. It'll, uh, a new episode will be up in July for sure. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited because, like you said, at the time, two years ago, our lives was totally different. You just recently quit your job mm-hmm. um, and you were starting your um, fitness journey um, for um, fitness training. Mm-hmm. I had just became a father, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're both entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You're a whole lot more seasoned than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, started a whole brand out here. Yeah. 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 I mean, shit, talk about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I I quit my job December 2019. My first launch was literally like January 31st, like 2020. COVID happened March and I was fucking terrified because when I quit my job, I was personal training. And, you know, starting the brand was more of a like I was going to ease into the growth of it. Right. Because I had like this other thing that was bringing in money. And then um, COVID was like, but no, it's not because the gyms are closed. And then I did training on Instagram. Like it was a whole thing. But the brand actually it was a really a right place, right time kind of thing. Um, and it was something that was so like integral to my life at that time. So it was like. I was working out. I was always in, you know, activewear and I just saw an opportunity to bring the good shit to, to my demographic, mm-hmm. honestly, because I wasn't paying a hundred dollars to Lululemon for a pair of leggings. Right. White hoes could suck it. So for me, it was about bringing that level of quality to a community of women who deserve that level of quality, but don't, I shouldn't have to spend a hundred pair, a hundred dollars on a pair of leggings, mm-hmm. period. So, um, it's been a wild, wild ride, like a really wild ride. Um, and so, yeah, I'm back. You know, I moved to Atlanta. Well, that wasn't even planned, which we'll talk about on the show. But the move to Atlanta wasn't planned. No, I went down there. For, I was going down there for two weeks, and I just never came That's back. Right? Yeah, I, I, I literally was going out for two weeks. I graduated from. I got my degree, twenty twenty. Ten years for a fucking bachelor's degree, and couldn't even go to graduation. Um. That was ghetto as fuck. But yeah, so it's just been a wild, wild ride. So um I'm yeah, full time entrepreneur, two and a half years now. And I don't know. I'm just I just wake up every day and try to get to the end of it and make some shit happen in between. That's really the Lord that's got a really strange it. way of pushing you out your comfort zone. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially Absolutely. when you don't see it. Mm-hmm. You're not because we all got a plan. I, I believe everybody got a plan in their head, like I'm gonna do it. This, Absolutely. You know, it'll be I have this much money saved, mm-hmm. it'll be safer, I'm mm-hmm. married, I have kids, and then something happens and it's like, nah, my nigga, you need to start. It's going today. this way. Yeah, it's going You're this way. Immediately. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a wild ride. But yeah, and then we have a Hey Verge juice this, which is <laughs> which is a function. 
that started wow on some yeah i'm about this 30 dollar juicer from amazon Try some juices out. How many? I think you texted me and was asking me for juice recipe. He was like, I think he was telling me you, you got a juicer. Yeah. How many juices I've been through? The one I just made y'all juices on blew up on me today in the kitchen. So I got I just ordered one. I've been through like seven different juicers. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably over 2,000 bottles. This, I'm not going to lie. I remember on the show on Savory, I used to interview you, JT, mm-hmm. about entrepreneurship. I never once had an entrepreneur thought I would be an entrepreneur, a small business owner. What I don't find the joy in that. Like I can do the work, but all the number stuff, that's not me. Mm-hmm. And I heard Nori say this shit on a podcast years ago. And he was like, yo, when you when you get like an artist like Wayne, for example, when he starts worrying about the business, you fucking up because you gotta mm-hmm. keep artists like that hungry rapping. Mm-hmm. I don't need to worry about the business because yeah. I'm going I'm to hate juicing. Because mm-hmm. when I first started, I didn't know my numbers. Yeah. So I made a mistake like everybody did. I was just overbuying shit, wasting mm-hmm. shit. Um, just fucking up a little But that's part shit. of the process. You got to go through that. Yeah. But even now, like, I do everything myself. Like, mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm not going to say everything. Gwen does my flyers, my labels. That, but like when I say everything, I'm the one researching. Like I do everything myself, uh-huh. and it gets to the point like, yo, I hate it. Uh-huh. I hate it now because I feel like just let me do the work. Yeah, like, I can. You like my, the task? I like the task. I can put uh-huh. on my headphones and I can juice for twelve hours straight. Uh-huh. To be f- but when I start sitting there crunching numbers and everything, I'm like, yo, little small things that hiccups in my life. Like, yo, I hate doing this yeah. now. Like, because I still have to try to balance a life with my home life. In this, like, it's at the time because when I was at home, or well, still in my home, for um, during the pandemic, I would work in the morning, juice, try to squeeze in time for the baby, uh-huh. juice some more, go uh-huh. to sleep, do it over again, over again. There was no in between. Uh-huh. And then when volumes got so high, like I told you, just like, yo, I was juicing all day, all, day, yeah. all night, to the point like, well, my hands were literally just red and orange. Uh-huh. I was going to the market on my lunch break or getting up hours before work just to make it out just. I'm like, yo, this shit. And Dad's was open at six. Yeah, and I would do it at six, go to work at eight, and then do it all day. So, but the journey has been great. Don't get me wrong. It's 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 bad moments, but you know, overall, when I hear like how I help people, uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck about the dollar now. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I have uh-huh. a client. Her mother's going through some stuff, and she's uh-huh. like, yo, I feel so much better after this. So it's like. Okay, I'm doing it for the right reasons. Uh-huh. Absolutely. If I make some money from it, cool. But yeah. that stuff right there, you know. It feels then, purposeful. Yeah. Changing yeah. lives, man. Yeah. yeah. And then when we did the juicing for you, like, I had stopped for a minute. Uh-huh. And I remember the conversation came up, well, I think it was Twitter with Macho, talking about we're going to do vegan. And I was like, fuck it, I'll go on a juice cleanse for you. And it was like, well, fuck, let's do it for juicing for, juicing for day and whatever. And then that shit took off, and it was mm-hmm. just like the support from now. I'm like, okay, you know, we can we can do something here. You can find when you can find a purpose in your yeah. work is is definitely not working mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, that's but good. I mean, I love doing it. Like I said, it's just I don't like the the business side of it. If I can yeah, find, me either. I don't think, like <laughs> it, but you know, it, like you said, it, it's the journey part you got to go through. Yeah. yeah, it's essential. And then you know, you'll get big enough to expand, and you'll hire somebody to take care of the yeah. X's and O's and. Well, I'm going to tell you something that happened to me yesterday. Um, so I really didn't see me juicing going far. Uh-huh. So somebody said something that pissed me off. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm yeah. going to do this shit. So I was calling Fidelity 
to figure out where my money's going to go since I left my job. Mm-hmm. How should I deal with it? And, you know, they ask you certain questions. Like, oh, what are you doing now? I see you've been here for umpteen years. What are you? And I told him, like, you know, I, I didn't tell him where I was going because I don't want to tell you. Right. I don't want to roll It's not your money. business. Right. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, I am got my own juicing business. I'm going to just invest in that. Juicing? And I was like, yeah, you know. Well, what's juicing? Like fresh fruits, vegetables, you know, put them in a make juice. Oh, well, that's different. Is there any money in that? I'm like, maybe not for you, but for me, yeah. And I was like, transmit somebody else because I don't like your fucking attitude. I just said that. I was like, you know what, man? Fuck you. How are you going to tell me? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He, he got off the line like, this nigga's juicing. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, well, good luck. Everything in your juicing business. I was like, <laughs> your little juicer. Right. Like, yo, like, motherfucker, you don't know me. He was like, hey, yo, this nigga's juicing. Yeah. Like, uh, like <laughs> eating beans. <laughs> it's like everybody ignorant in, in different subjects, but yeah. nigga, don't try to belittle my shit because you don't know shit about it. Yeah. yeah but, but but for me, that's, that's part of the fun thing about mm-hmm. the grind. Mm-hmm. You know, six years ago when me and Jay started a podcast, like, it didn't sound. Nobody knew what it was. It didn't sound like it's like mm-hmm. I, so. Y'all niggas just gonna be talking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Good job. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. You get those type of reactions, but like six years later, we still here. Three years later, your brand is still here. Years mm-hmm. later, your brand is still here. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you maybe it's not for everybody, right? But you got a it's a for lo- who it's for. Yeah, you got a loyal customer base. People that fuck with you. You know, whenever you got juices available, they they making orders. Whenever you got clothes or new drops available, mm-hmm. they ordering. So I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's crazy because like, you know, I I saw my daughter a few weeks ago and she had on some W by Crystal. Did she? Yeah, that's and, crazy. Yeah. I was like, I don't like how. Them, I, it's, I, it's I haven't crazy, I haven't I run like into anybody wearing it yet, but I know that's gonna be like a really surreal <laughs> moment for me to like be out and like see people. Be at the gym that aren't my friends wearing yeah. it. Yeah. It was funny when I was at the airport and I told you, like, yeah. girl, I'm like, yo, she's wearing duck. And I hit her like, yo, you know, you wearing my um uh my friend's clothing line. She's like, excuse me? I'm like, W, that's 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 my friend. We, we were talking. <laughs> she's like, are you serious? Like, I love her clothes. I was like, that's wild. Like, yeah. I don't know who this person is, but we're just in the airport. Right. And she has on your stuff. And I hit you on some other shit. Like, I said the porn star wearing your shit. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, work out. it's been a journey. She got to work out. It's been a journey. <laughs> I had a I had an opposite struggle from from you. So my struggle was I was doing everything alone and didn't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. So it was like being in Atlanta by myself, not having family, not having like friends to kind of distract you and balance, you know, give you like that work life balance. I literally burned myself out, like beyond burnout yeah. because I would wake up work until like it was like i was working like six to midnight every day mm-hmm. non-stop my brain would not shut off and so it got to a point to where i would like i would avoid going to work i wouldn't like i just literally i it wasn't even that i hated it it's like i just couldn't i just couldn't you do anything break, else. mental break yeah exactly i just couldn't do anything else and so when i started seeing that things were suffering because I didn't have any balance, that's when I was like, okay, I got to change something. And that's when moving became a really, like, a real option for me because it's like, this is not sustainable. Like, I'm never going to have any quality of life because I'm burning myself out to the point where I don't have energy for anything else. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, Mm. I got, listen, we could talk about being a business owner for 
days. But hopefully we'll hear a lot about that journey for the both of y'all. Oh, absolutely. On an upcoming episode of Unsavory Antics. Of Unsavory Antics, Antics. hell yeah. So, so we're saying we're looking for a soft launch somewhere in July? I would say in the next two weeks. Probably in the next two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the next two weeks. Um, while we perfect our schedule and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, I'm really excited to yeah. get back get, get back to more guests, not a you know, we have more contacts. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. This is gonna be fun. I have, I've been itching for podcasting for some years. Now. Yeah. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to the new content. Yeah. Because um, uh, you know, we were one of the founding Members Period. of Shop Talk Podcast yeah. Studios. Yeah, one of the first people to ever rent. We didn't. We didn't even have the no, first. Yes, the first. We didn't yeah. have no idea about we gonna rent this bitch out mm-hmm. like until yeah. you reached out. So I mean, yeah. it, it sparked the business. Yeah, and I had my own podcast for a li- which I am gonna bring my podcast back. I launched. Um, that's my business, mm-hmm. which was you know more of a business, obviously like a business focused podcast. So I do plan on like expanding that. Too. Can you bring back rap words? Oh did yeah, I, have the book the book, I brought the book back. Okay. Yeah, I did. I brought the book back. So yeah, we're going. Yeah, understanding rap lyrics. Absolutely. Can't wait. You know, I love that. Yeah. Can't wait. I'm excited. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for it. Good, good. So I'll be honest. I'm not the technology snob. So when it comes to working this board and like giving a music pick, I can't do it. But since <laughs> in Jason's spirit, I am giving a whose man's is this. Okay. And my whose man's this week goes to you motherfuckers fighting on this carnival cruise ship. For over an hour, because allegedly somebody got jealous about a threesome. So it turned into an all-out brawl on a carnival cruise ship. The the people had, authorities had to be called in on the sea and dock you motherfuckers back in New York. Look, man. Oh, that was was untimely. Uh, Look, man, I get it, you know. Maybe your wife got that fire between her legs, but a bird going to fly. You know what I'm saying? A bird is going to fly, my nigga, and just let her do what she going to do. It don't need to turn into an all-out brawl. You know, I get it. Niggas be real sensitive about their ladies mm-hmm. and they love ones and, you know, the woman that they spooning in all, all night. But, you know, I gave a, a friend of mine a little advice this week because he found out that his wife might be having some extracurricular activities. Thanks. And I just told him, like, you can't be focused on that because she going to do what she going to do mm-hmm. the same way that, you know, you might do what you going to do. Mm-hmm. You sometimes you just got to let a bird fly. And once you can deal with what it is, you might be able to move forward with the relationship and get the help that you need. But you can't worry about what she doing with the next nigga. Yes, she's sucking dick. Yes, yeah, she getting <laughs> she getting thunder fucked. And yes, in this case, your wife was involved in a threesome. But like my nigga it's not ain't no pussy worth me going to jail. Ain't no pussy worth me going to jail. So once you get control of your emotions, you can do many better things with your life. So get some emotional control. Uh, Stop getting out of pocket about these hoes. Uh, I know she mean a lot to you, but like there's more out there. There's plenty fish in the sea and you can catch another one, my nigga. You can catch another one. So that's all I got for whose man's is this. I will play the benediction music, but I don't know how to connect to the board. So Jay going to have to drop it in here. So this is the part of the episode where we do the Benny. I always like for my guests to go first. So please, Crystal, ladies first. Give people your socials where they can find you online. You can find me on Instagram at I am Crystal White on Twitter at Crystal X White. You can follow my brand at W by Crystal White and shop at W by Crystal White.com. Okay, Verge. A underscore Verge on Twitter and Instagram. Um, a Verge underscore Juice This on Instagram. If you want to order any type of juices, www.aburgejuices.com. 
or message me for some items that may not be on the his website too. Yeah, yeah. Look, I appreciate y'all coming out. This is your man Dane three underscores three one three. I'm on the Twitter machine, uh, TikTok, and Instagram. At me, talk to me. I talk back. If you're a unicorn, DM me. I want to talk to you for an upcoming episode of Dame After Dark. And Ao, we got these sponsorship packages. It's a lot of y'all out here with businesses. Look, we touch about 25,000 people on a monthly basis. You may think it's some small-time shit, but we touching the people. We got some affordable rates, and you can get a sponsorship package if we want to work with you. We are DM-friendly. Uh, the sponsorship information is on the Shop Talk page. Tap into us. We'll take good care of you and, and, and do good business with you. Also, if you're listening to this, subscribe to the YouTube Jay Johnson 313 on YouTube. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. We got like 20 people left. Y'all fuck with us, just subscribe and we can start dropping some exclusive content on YouTube. Other than that, this is your man Dane, one half of Shop Talk Podcast. We'll see you next week. Be easy. <laughs>